the Conversation On Demand podcast, a pod for people who want to level up in life. We are dedicated to sharing stories and tools through the lenses of faith, personal development, relationship, entrepreneurship, community, and wellness. I'm your host, Doiba. I have with me on the show, Noelle Carter. Noelle is an entrepreneur. She's the founder of Noelle Closet, which is a luxurious clothing line for women. And um, we've been talking about relationship all this season. So what better person to have on the show than Noelle? <laughs> because she filled with wisdom. So uh, welcome. Thank Do you, you want to say something to our listeners? I'm just glad to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your podcast and YouTube channel. I hope this message comes across great. Everyone is blessed behind it um, through wisdom and knowledge. Awesome. You see? I feel it already. So the first question I want us to look into is single phase of life. Okay. So what are some exciting things, you, just generally speaking or just personally, what are some ex- exciting things about single life? Being um, a single lady. I would personally say some of the my moments that I cherish the most about being single is it's an opportunity to build and work on yourself personally far as, you know, being able to start your own business, being able mm-hmm. to go back to school, being able to travel, um, just being able to love on yourself without having any expectations of others that you have to fulfill at the moment. So I think personally being single, it can be fun um, as long as you make the best out of that opportunity. I, f- I feel like relationship a lot. <laughs> I, just, I just told you about just the situation going on, right? Relationship by a lot. And I feel like when you're single, like really single, you fully have like just being present with yourself. So like explore your interests, um, travel, which I love. I recently did a solo travel, which is amazing. Travel, meet people, have hobbies you enjoy without you know thinking of another person. So yeah. But with while all of that is fun, it can be a challenge too. I don't know. Yeah. What are some challenges? I would say, um, it's great to be single, but you wanna still have that companion that you can experience life with as well. So you're not just enjoying it, those moments by yourself mm-hmm. and also you know like they say it's better to go with two people than one so you can go a little further so it's just one of those things you know being able to experience life with someone i think mm-hmm. it's important i feel like some of the challenges that being single and it, it depends on how you look at it as well some of the challenges could also be like um you really want that companionship but you don't feel like you're ready or you don't feel like if it's an investment you want to make so just being in that limbo of uncertainty is this what i want to do um do i want to explore this do i want to invest in this so it's that phase of uncertainty is very uncomfortable so that could be a challenge and the challenge is some of the some of the ideas or some of the mindset that society bring into single singlehood like Oh, you're single. Uh, why? Especially if you're a very ambitious person like myself and a lot of people, a lot of women, which you should be. Please be ambitious. Society can basically try to put you in the box of, oh, well, we see you're trying to do a business. Very great. But you want to go? You want to? Right. <laughs> Is your business going to be the one comforting you? And I was like, no. no. <laughs> but I don't want anyone to be limited by that mindset of how society try to put us in the box, having so um strength and greatness you know right. we don't want to do that so keep being you next question let's talk about the next question hmm what do you think makes a good romantic partner um first and foremost i think for me personally it needs to be a man of god someone that's active and working the church that has a mentor um also one 
also someone that knows their purpose and is living and working in their purpose because you don't want to personally be with someone that's trying to figure that out too soon Mm -hmm. like you want to be already in that i think another thing is someone that is willing to listen and spend time um someone that is you know dealt with their past and not Mm -hmm. allowing it to be part of their relationship Mm -hmm. a lot of times you know you might get hurt and you bring that into a new relationship and it's like no that's Mm -hmm. not okay um i would say you know someone that's not selfish because at the end of the day when you are in a relationship there are certain sacrifices that you might have to make um, you know, maybe it's spending a little extra time when you have, you know, different things going on, um, just prioritizing yourself. So I think certain things like that, to me, makes a romantic guy. Mm, that's that's really deep. And I really like the part about accountability because I feel like when I was a little, maybe like when I was 21, I didn't really understand what it means for a guy to have someone he's accountable to. Yes. Because you feel like, okay, we all love each other, but like, is this person accountable? Does this person have someone that can call them to other in case they go wrong or exactly. they're thinking about some things they're not supposed to be thinking about? And I am all for like committed relationship. I don't like, I don't, I'm not into the mindset of dating to figure things out. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> either in or we're not. <laughs> so having someone that you feel like you're in a committed relationship whereby they have uh, people that can speak life into them, people that can it's call important. them into order, mm-hmm. people that they can go to, because men and women are different. Like, they're very different. <laughs> and some of, the, some of the things that men go through or women go through, we need, like, people, like, good mentors, like, can, yes. that can really speak into our life, call call us to others. Oh, this is this is a phase, you know, sometimes our phases that we're going through, this is a phase, it's going to pass, this is how to handle it, because we, especially as women, we, we are very sensitive. Naturally. <laughs> we're very sensitive, so it, it takes for a man, like you said, going through, uh, did the work of healing from his past, understand himself as a man, understand the person he's with, to be able to handle all those rage and hormones and faces. <laughs> it's so. necessary. So, um, I think what makes a romantic a good romantic partner for me would be someone that is very, very uh, attentive to details. Um, someone that can really, you know, understand my love languages. Yes, that's you know? important. Very important. My love languages. Service, word of affirmation, touch. Um, what else? Um, acts of, like gifts. That's yeah, acts, I'm not really, um, I'm not really time? a gift person. Yeah, time is. I'm really big on time. Yes, I'm really big on time. <laughs> so people, someone that understand my love languages and also someone I could feel um, connected and compatible with. I agree. You know, <laughs> on a very very deep level, not physical level only, like on a spiritual level, emotional level, intellectual level, financial level. Because yes. let's talk about the finances, right? Yes. You know, I feel like <laughs> yes. if you're and there's not nothing there, wrong in that. No, there's nothing because, because money is very important. Yeah, right. it makes a difference, especially when you want to go on dates or you want to treat them to something nice. Like you can't. That's the thing about the money. You cannot be kind of bad in that area because right. honestly, I mean, you need to be working on yourself at that point. Like you shouldn't be trying to date if you're not there yet. And it's okay. I mean, it's okay to be someone brand at that point, but if you're trying to date them, no. Mm-hmm. No. How are you going on dates? How are you going to spend yeah. time? And you don't want to be the the girl trying to pay for, you know, no. dates and stuff like that. No. So, yeah, um, the person is financially stable, and that doesn't mean, like, the person has to be all wealthy and all right. wealthy. We can take that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, financially stable, able to, you know, meet their monthly needs and also extract for the relationship. So, 
and um, someone that has very good family values yes. is something that I really treasure because that reflects on how it's going to show in the family as well. So, I agree. Yeah. And it's their foundation too. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, and even if you don't have the best family, you know, you can make your own, but that's the importance of having that mentorship. So say for instance, you could come from like, you know, a single parent household. So you didn't get a chance to see what a mm -hmm. proper family looks like or how to date someone properly. That's where that mentorship can come in. They can navigate you through how to be in a relationship, a healthy relationship. At that. Healthy relationship. Um, this is this this question. If you like, answer. Mm -hmm. You can pass. But have you dated like people from different backgrounds? <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I have. Um, I have dated a guy. I'm African American. Um, so I've dated someone that was Nigerian American. Um, so yeah, it's to me. Is it different? Um, it's similar, but it does have its differences. Okay. Um, I would say. It's more similar because at the end of the day, we're all black, so we right. have that to relate. Right. But then again, um, the culture part is a little bit different. You know, black Americans and Nigerian American culture is a little bit different, and it's a different traditions in both sides. So I think that part is different, but it's something that can be cohesive mm -hmm. um, if both parties are willing to accept both cultures. Um, and the thing is, it has to be on both sides not just yes. one, one um, yeah. so as a person of faith because part of what we talk about is faith you know personal development and all that good stuff as a person of faith one of my values right mm -hmm. are celibacy mm -hmm. living in this in a city like Atlanta right whereby it's so crazy right you know very can you speak light into that I, I can speak light into you know as a person of faith celibacy staying um not being sexually is it sexually active yeah. not being sexually engage with the person until you're married it's, it's a value i believe in and for a lot of reasons especially because in a city like this whereby people are just get and um, hiv is real <laughs> stis are real so um i feel like it's it's one place whereby i feel like god has given us an opportunity for protection right, right. and it's very very important how does that play when you're choosing a, a romantic partner in a city like Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> um, I say more than anything, just being upfront and being honest with the person and, you know, letting them know this is what I stand for. And if they can respect it, that's great. They cannot, then, you know, there's the next person maybe. Right. Um, and honestly, also setting boundaries is important because yes, we are human. So we're flesh mm -hmm. and the temptation is going to always be there. Like it's going to always be there. But at the same time, you know, you got to know where your limits start and stop at. So, you know coming to each other's house late at night, that's not going to work. Or getting too physical with a person, that's not going to work. So it's just like, or even sometimes just, you know, if you do drink, that's not going to work. So allowing those boundaries be set and being upfront with the person and both y'all communicating like, hey, this is getting a little too much. It's just one of those things, being able to communicate that with your mm -hmm. partner. Um, and if they agree with it, they're going to go along with it and they're going to respect your wishes. Mm -hmm as well as they kind of have to be ready for that mindset as well too because it doesn't take uh, overnight like oh you know what no they had already be kind of like prepping their mind and their mindset as well because at the end of the day like so many things can happen like you said you mm -hmm. have hiv you have pregnancy you have mm -hmm. all these other things that can be you know a fear factor in it and it's not worth you know sacrificing when you can just you know protect yourself and i feel like the reason I, I use example of a city like Atlanta is because people are just like getting together and doing stuff.
And sexual intimacy, I feel like, is so spiritual. Yes. And, you know, jumping from one person to another, or maybe not jumping, if we want to call it that, like that, but, like, getting into intimate relationship or sexual intimacy with people like that affects your relationships because I feel like with, with every occurrence of that you do, mm. you take a piece of another person. So just to prevent soul ties and um, put you, uh, exposing yourself to things that you should not be exposing yourself to. So, yeah. I agree. Right? That's a good question. So, um, and definitely boundaries always really help. They're not easy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are some things that you think girls dislike about guys? One, I will go first. <laughs> dislike guys that they talk too much. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. they have everything to say about every person. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. Like, I can see that. That's a know? good one. I don't like guys that are stingy. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. No. Um, I don't like guys that don't know how to be gentlemen. I don't like rough guys. Period. Mm-hmm. No, thank like, you. Yeah, you gotta be gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say definitely the stingy. Like I, <laughs> I'm a giving person, so like for someone to be stingy, it's like uh, this is not gonna work. I think that, and then like I'm all about respect. So like you said, gentlemen, yes. like opening the doors, the chivalry is real. Like I want you to be like pull pull my chair out, you know. You know, court me. So I think those things are important. Like if you if you can't do that, it's like uh, yeah. But I think also communication is something. Like if you cannot communicate, it's like okay. Like are we gonna twiddle our thumbs? So I think those are like some big like no no's. Um, one of all the things I hate about guys, I dislike not hate. Um, yeah, respect. Is, I'm really big on respect. I like respecting your family too. Almost oh, respecting your family too because. Now, that brings me to the next question. How does family play into all of this? You know, romantic relationship. But you know how sometimes people meet each other and they really do like each other, but the family is not like each other. Or the family is not like the person. I can see that. Um, For me, I think, like, more than anything, like, your family is your foundation. Mm-hmm. So it's like... When it looks, when I look into like who I'm dating, that's important for me because you know I want to build with that person. So when I have right. kids, I want my family, my kids to be able to go to you know their grandparents' yeah. house or be there for those you know intimate moments you know throughout the relationship. So I think it's important, and also it kind of like lets you know you know what kind of background they come from, and we can come from other backgrounds, and that's okay. Um, but just knowing that they have that you know upbringing and that relationship with their family to me is. It's necessary. Very, very necessary. So, yeah, this has been good. Yes. Do you have any other, you know, last minute thoughts? Um, Additional things? I feel like this is... I say more than anything, while you're single, you know, get some good relationship and marriage books. Um, I think that's something that I've invested in myself. I bought several books, you know, just to, like, learn Mm -hmm. more about what's a healthy... Christian relationship and how to like lead towards marriage um and then also going to like different marriage conferences I think to me has made a difference in like knowing what's how to like be a white or how Mm -hmm. to you know do certain things that I might not have had knowledge of on my own um and it's just one of those things that just puts you in that mindset so when that right person come around you'll know like okay this is it that's good. So that's Do you have uh, any book you want to recommend, if you remember any? Ooh, I can look up one real quick. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I feel like, you know, personal development, whether being single or 
married it's really important because yeah yeah human being first and regardless of you being an intimate or romantic friendship or just platonic friendship you need to be able to have tools to be able to because relationships are hard work very oh, i know what it is <laughs> with purpose and the author her name is i know it's ashley I her last name right now, but it is called Dating with Purpose. Dating that with was a really good one, and it's a short read. Mm -hmm. There's a few others out there, to be honest. They're all pretty beneficial, and they kind of all align with the right, you know, way of being in a relationship and leading towards a marriage that's mm -hmm. not dating, redating. That's good. There you have it. I told you guys. Thank you so much for coming, This Thank was really you for fun. having me. And um, I hope this is F somebody. Um, check me out, Convo On Demand Podcast. I'm available on all platforms. I hope this is help you check out noelle's business page by the way noelle's closet right yeah noe n-o-e underscore closet yes so yeah nice talking with you guys thank take you. care bye-bye